Like I've always wanted to produce. I mean, I've always been producing. That's the thing. I started my career producing, but obviously, if you're a big brother, it's the best producer. <laughs> you don't want to be, you know what I mean? Hey, here's my beats. Like, you know what I mean? So hip hop hustle podcast, man. You heard it here first. He's not playing. No, Aaron's not playing. No fucking game. You got your ear to the streets, man. Much love to all the people down under. And make sure y'all follow the Hip Hop Hustle podcast, man, because they're giving y'all nothing but the real shit. But yeah, man, appreciate the intro, bro. Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's kick it off. Shout out to the whole Hip Hop Hustle podcast. What's up with it? Uh, I'm super excited about today. I've been looking forward to this interview for, I think we've just had it set it up for, for over a week. So I've been prepping this for, for over a week, but I'm with the great John Yancey. And if you don't know, it's AKA Illa J. Um, and I just love that you've got both on your Instagram. So they, they know your actual name. Cause I think some artists, they don't put their actual name. So they don't really like see the, the you know, the birth name versus the artist name. But oh, yeah. if, if you don't know uh, a John or Illa J, um, he has been absolutely killing it. He's worked with some phenomenal artists, including, you know, John Connor, Apollo Brown, uh, Megaran, who we've had John Connor and Megaran on the show as well. But you also were in the Five Dog Forever album with Redman as well that dropped uh, recently. Um, and also the the brother of uh the late great jay diller as well so man it's like you've got a pretty fantastic record in terms of all the things that you're doing and you dropped an album this year as well hideout with uh i think her name was harley blue um so so that dropped and so yeah man it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show no thanks man thanks for having me man for sure definitely well i mean how does it feel to be on an album that is like commemorating Five Dog? Because he passed away, I think it was six years ago, dropped on the sixth year of his passing, rest in peace. And he's obviously a legend. But how did it feel to be on an album like that, where it's like literally celebrating the life of one of the pioneers in hip hop? I mean, that it, it's special because um, this track is just like has a, a life of its own. So um the the track the original version of the track was actually on my album um i had a self-titled album illa j um which was produced by uh, say that people um and um i did this album like it was like 2015 and uh the original version was just me and um during the finishing the album i sent it over to roster root shout out to my um, bro roster roots he uh managed fife and um pretty much fife loved that song so that turned into Fife being on the joint. So it's at the in the beginning, my album had a version, and then Fife had a song. Uh he he had a version with the uh, it was on the Serato vinyl. And that was like the the one with Fife, and I had one with me. And then some years go past, and you know, like again, rest in peace, like uh Fife, and then um basically uh Rasha Roots was putting his albums together. So um he wanted that track because again, like Fife really loved that track. Like he actually spit his whole verse on the phone to me. Like I'll never forget that. So it's like um, it's crazy. Um, and then, again, his original verse was 32 bars. So it's like, <laughs> if you know about hip hop, it's like, you know, 32 bars. It's like, yo, he's really spitting something. So um, and then, but yeah, uh, to say that people, they remixed the beat. And um, so that was the first new version. And then there was another new version, like Redman hit up Roster Roots, like, yo, we I love this track. And then Redman jumps on it. So then we end up, it, it, it's, it's just crazy. Like that track literally had a life of its own. So it's like, um, in some crazy way, it's almost like 
Fife in the spiritual world, sometimes somehow playing like Big Bro and helping me out, like <laughs> like yo man, I, because he really because so the thing is is for it's a whole story to us because basically he wanted to shoot a video for it, but like I was going to like I I had already uh, for my for my project at that time we had already shot a video for the single for that album, so so we didn't we never got a chance to shoot a video for for the song while he was here, and it was just like sad when that you know when he passed away, so. Uh, like honestly, like Red Man coming into the song and us shooting a video for it, all the whole fam together, like it was like it, it was an awesome moment. You know, his wife was there spitting his parts in the in the video. It was crazy, it's crazy. So yeah, mad mad love to Fife Dog, man. Yeah, man. So it must be really kind of surreal to in that moment to be actually told, you know, everyone's heard of a tribe called Quest. Everyone, whether you love it or not whether you, you respect like what they did in hip hop. So like that feeling of like actually learning that five dog loved that song. What was that like that? Like, you know, because it's, I can't imagine what it would be like for someone that you admire and respect and a name that you hear growing up is yeah. now listening to your music. Yeah. It's, it's trippy. Cause it's like, you know, cause like, you know, one one could say like for me it would be easier because my brother has worked with all of these people. But for me, it's 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 just as brand new as anyone else that's a brand new artist. And it's like, you know what I mean? Because you're because it's like I don't connect I don't connect anything to my brothers in the sense of other 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 than that is my brother. Like his work relationships, I have to build. You know, work relationship you got to build on your own as you know as you're coming up. So each new thing that someone wanting to work with me again, so it's a big deal. So especially try because. Tribe plays a, a huge part in and it's just it's just what it is, the whole story. Like like my brother doesn't go where he goes if Q tip is not fucking with my bro. So it's like it's it's important. We all each person plays a, a part in it, you know what I mean? And and it's like Amp Fiddler, salute to Amp Fiddler. Amp Fiddler's the one that introduced my brother to Q tip. So it's just like it's all like tribe is connected with the whole thing. Like I'm not I'm not here right now. Like I'm not saying that I'm we'll be making music like I you know, like it's the music is in the blood. Like my dad was, a, you know, my dad and my mom, like they met through music. So like the music was always there. But I'm just saying, you know, in the industry of, you know, politics, this is what it is. It's like I'm not here without Tribe fucking with my bro, which is what it is. So, you know what I mean? Salute to Tribe, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. And then obviously Redman jumping on as well. Like because, you know, Redman is, again, one of the legends in hip hop. His career is so long and he's been successful for such a long period of time and like to have him feature as well like it must just be like like i don't know it's weird because as an artist you must there are times where you just feel like fuck like i don't know where i'm at today or i don't know what the next thing is and then when an artist like that jumps on you're like holy shit you've got this like energy it's like reviving you and reminding you of where you're at and what you're capable of doing yeah, it's trippy because it's, it's still, because it's like, like, um, and I feel like most artists feel that way. You always like still striving for a certain goal. So like, I feel like, like, it's like, the, it's like a hype around the uh, uh, artist and stuff. And I feel like it's like the hype is here. And then, well, and that's the thing is sometimes it's different. Sometimes the hype is here and sometimes the artists, they're here, <laughs> they're higher, like in their head, they're bigger than the hype is. And, but most times like, you know, you can't even it's hard to grasp that is that at least for me, like 
because I have a, like a lot of, like fans a lot of different places, but it's hard to grasp how many people are actually listening to your music. Like, because you can even see the numbers and and still that doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, not to like go on stage and then I realize like, oh shit, everybody here knows this shit. It's crazy. So it's like it it's it's still kind of like you know for me I I'm still a music fan myself. So so and 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 and, and again and coming back to the Red Man thing, I'm still the same kid watching. Golden Air Hip Hop on MTV and watching these videos back in the day. So it's still Redman to me. You know what I mean? So it's just like, you know, it's like, yo, it's, it's just, that's trippy. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, oh shit, he's fucking with my joint. What? <laughs> like, yo. So it's like, yeah, man. But I, honestly, it's it's really humbling. And I will say I learned something from Redman. It's um, like his uh, his vibe on the video said, when you shooting the video, his main thing was like, like, this has to be fun. You know what I mean? Like, like, you got to be he had some shirt said uh don't be unfun or some shit like that you know what i mean and it's like <laughs> and honestly i took that with me like me and my wife like we was like it was like a good vibe in the videos especially because like i said like it was it was in celebration of fight so you know what i mean it was like really good vibes and i definitely was very inspired like like a lot of the music i made after that was like very inspired from that trip you know what i mean because honestly on the real i was i was making beats for red man i was like yo i'm about to make some beats for red man <laughs> and then that that end up being the beats that I made for my solo project. And then, but in this, and, and actually I'm, I have a solo project that's coming out after, but like right now, um, like I said, we, uh, like me and Harley Blue, we made, well, we made two albums together, but I made my solo project right after, it was like months after the, uh, we shot, I shot the video with Redman and, um, for, for the fight thing. And that turned into me producing a project for Harley because Pretty much, I sent her my project. I just started working at this new studio, and she was like, "Yo, I'm flying out there to work with you." Like, yo, like, so it's like it's all it's like again, it's all connected, man. It's like it's it's been a fun journey, like, um, with this music stuff because it's like it's it's always at least with my career, it's always been some weird signs and coincidences and how things connect. It's like my whole career has been like that, you know what I mean? Because I haven't I haven't had like any crazy big hits or no shit like that, but like. But and somehow I'm just like slowly, just like little baby steps up at a time, and like, <laughs> yeah. So is that project with Redman still on the go? Is that still something that you're working on? No, well, no. The thing is, I was like, I was just going to send him some stuff. Oh, but, you can uh, send him some stuff. Yeah, yeah, but I, I just end up using it myself because <laughs> <laughs> honestly, at the time, I really because you know, again, we just went through this whole pandemic and stuff. So like, I but for me myself, like like anyone else like yeah obviously i'm still making music but like you know i'm learning other things that i, I didn't get a chance to do while i was like because i i had 15 years of my career which was like i was like every other every other month i'm touring you know what i mean so like i didn't have it was a lot of things that i put off so uh, it was a good time for me to catch up on a lot of things um like i, I became a really good like a good, i got good at investing so it's like it's a, and it's a lot of things I learned from investing that I'm able to apply back to my career. So like I'm I'm thankful for that. But honestly, it was a time where I was like, ah, I don't know, man. It's like this tra- traveling is weird. You know what I mean? Like just to travel, I might have to stick some shit up my nose. I don't know. I don't know. It's like just <laughs> you know. So it's like, but um, now we in the you know things are you know coming around you know and and again the world is still kind of crazy. There's so much shit going on right now. You know so. Like I'm just kind of playing it by ear, but it's just what it is. It's a it's a part of what I do. It's like I I know that once I step back on that stage and feel that energy again, I I want to be back out there and stuff. So it's like, but yeah, I, I was like really not on to 
like I wasn't wanting to work at that time. Honestly. I was like, not work. Like I was working. Like that's the thing. I'm always making music, but like I was more focused on like I, I just focus on produ- producing. I just focus on producing and maybe just like uh, you know what I mean. Like I was like actually fo- focused on film scoring, which actually is kind of cool. Like I'm I'm really got kind of studying that. I want to do that one day. Like film scoring, it's kind of cool. Just kind of putting movie to pictures and like it's like a whole story and shit. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's but yeah, just kind of. Planted by ear, kind of like everybody, like in the, the pandemic times. But like, like, yeah, like I said, like I learned a lot about investing. Like it's like so important, like, you know what I mean? Like to learn how to, cause you know, uh, the, the banking, the banking system is not necessarily in your favor. So, <laughs> so it's you got to learn the not. tricks that they do on us. So like, Oh, that's what you're doing. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, you got to learn the tricks. <laughs> well, it's funny because I, I actually started this podcast during covid time so it was the pandemic we were locked down in our houses it was 2020 and me and my friends we started this podcast and then uh we're here more than two years later and it's still going so you know i'm a, i'm a big believer in you should just try stuff especially like we had the time now i know a lot of people struggled over that period of time but you know it was a good opportunity for you to just do stuff i know i spent a lot of time cooking Cause like <laughs> me, and my, me and my girlfriend at the time, we were just like, we couldn't go outside. So we we're like, all right, what we're going to do, we're going to find a recipe and we're going to cook on Saturdays. And so we just choose something and we'd cook, like we oh. cook like fried chicken and we cook like, you know, we cooked, um, Oh, I think it was bulgogi beef, like the Korean dish, oh, we made yeah, dumplings, yeah. we made stews, we made meatballs. We did it all. Like you just, at some point, you, because in Melbourne, it was real tough. Like we had one of the strictest lockdown. We had a nine o'clock curfew. Um, yeah. We could only go outside an hour a day. We could only go outside for like four reasons, like exercise, uh, shopping, to look after somebody else. I forget the others, but like it was yeah. rough. So yeah. I, I 100% feel it um, that, that you had to find something else to do other than like <laughs> you were already doing yeah that's it that's it yeah yeah so yeah but um i mean honestly it's been good not traveling i, I can honestly say that like i like i said i've traveled I, I was i was at the point where i didn't want to tour anymore not because i wasn't enjoying the shows but it was like i, I had such a crazy schedule it was like i was doing like you know seven shows like i was doing like you know basically a week full of show like seven shows in a week and things like that so it was like it was like you know, flights. And, and then I had like these funny, really like the, it was like February, 2020. And like, those were the, of my whole career, those was the scariest flights I've ever had. Like even me, like me, um, salute to, um, body in France. It's my, um, like my, my, my booking agents and stuff in Europe. And, uh, like we all, cause again, we had a, we've had all kind of turbulence before, you know what I mean? But it was like, um, it was like really windy for whatever reason at that time. And it was like, it was some, some, some scary flights, but I I'm back. I'm back now. I'm like, I've taken a few domestic flights. So I'm like, I'm ready for that, that nine hour, 10 hour flight, you know, watch, watch four or five movies <laughs> and yeah, get back on it. But no, I, and I, honestly, it's, it's nice to step back into career mode, honestly, though. Cause like, it's like, it's like sometimes it, it's, uh, it's good to miss something. So you come back to it and you, you know, you appreciate it in a different way. Yeah. I think that's what we're all doing right now is like, I forgot all these things that I love. Like I, I, I really missed just going out to dinner. As simple as that yeah. sounds, like just sitting at a restaurant, feeling other people around me, 
you know, having a glass of wine or having like a cocktail and like just having a nice meal out in public without wearing a mask like that. I really missed. Um, but yeah, when it comes to flights, I'm a weird, I'm like, I like flying. Um, and I like a little bit of turbulence, like just that drop, you know, you know, when the, it's going and then it's like, <laughs> and you, the pit in your stomach. I don't know. I just like a little bit of that. It reminds me that I'm still alive as opposed to <laughs> in bunker. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't like like really rough flights, but like a little bit, I'm like, a little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't mind. It's just like, you know, like, I honestly, like, it's just more the longer ones where it's just like, it's just a long time. I don't know. It's just a long time. I just like, I would rather just be at home, just like smoking a joint and watch the movie or some shit. <laughs> Cause like, it's like, once you're in the, like, if you're driving, it's different. You can get out. You know what I mean? You can get, get out. Okay. I'm on earth. Like, cool. I can, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You want to, that's it. You're, you're there for nine hours. It's like, that's it. You know what I mean? But I mean, it's, it's cool though. Like I said, like, like I, I usually just watch movies and I'm straight. Like I, that's usually my plan. I, I go on, pass out, wake up, watch two movies. I got four hours left. I'm straight. You know what I mean? Like take out my NPC, make it be, put it back. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I always I've I only take aisle seats. I can't do the the window seat because uh, yeah, I, yeah. I can't. I don't want to ask people to get out. Like, because I can't be bothered. Like, I want to be able to go to the bathroom whenever I want to go. I want to stand up whenever I want to stand up. I want to grab stuff out of my bag whenever I want to. I don't like having to ask people for permission for that. So I always yeah, take yeah. the aisle, but middle row, um, because especially if I'm traveling by myself, because I reckon they're usually like three seats in the middle. So the odds of two randoms being in the other two seats are really low. They're probably going to know each other. So they'll yeah, leave, yeah. They'll, they just leave me alone the whole flight and I'm just like doing my own thing. So that's my strategy. It seems to work. Yeah, I think the, I think the middle seat is uh brutal. Like that's like the one you, you don't want that middle seat. Like we would like, we, <laughs> that's one of the, like the, like the inside jokes on tour. Like if we like, cause a lot of times they'll book us together and stuff. So it's like whoever gets like that middle seat, is like the whole thing. Like, <laughs> but yeah. Um, but yeah, no, honestly, it's nice coming back to music. Um, honestly, this, this project with Harley, like this one is special just because like, like I've always wanted to produce. I mean, I've always been producing. That's the thing. I started my career producing, but obviously if you're a big brother's the best producer. <laughs> you don't want to be, you know what I mean? Hey, here's my beats. Like, you know what I mean? So, you know, but over time I realized it was probably the best idea. Cause then I got a chance to just grow, you know what I mean? Over the last, you know, so many years and like, uh, at some point, it's just like I had to like, yo, just do it. And honestly, this was the first time I put out a whole project with my production, so it it like it's, it feels easier now. You know what I mean? It's like okay, like that's it. It's out there. What, like you know what I mean? What you know? And if anything, I realized that the more I follow my gut, people actually like it more. When I play when I play it safe, that's when people are like, oh man, what, what what's this? It's like crazy. It's like what? But then you actually follow your gut. That's when actually people like it the most. It's the funniest thing. So it's like, but like honestly, I'm uh like the projects with harley is just dope because we have such a good chemistry because i like like i have i have bad adhd so like i don't have like i like i, I write on the spot i write on the spot so if i if i can't work with someone that can write as fast as me i was just i'll just write i'll just finish the song myself you know what i mean like i can't like for me to go to the studio i want to come back with a song like you know what i mean so it's, it's hard for me to have to that's why most most times i don't have that many features because i rather just like 
I don't want to listen to a song that'll bother me listening to the song. And it's like a, it's like a verse mission. It's like, you know what I mean? It's incomplete. So it's like, it's, uh, you know, <laughs> so it's like, but Harley, like, that's what's so dope about working with her. She like, it literally, I'm making a beat. Like, so by the way, with that project, so with my solo project that's coming out, I made beats at home. I took them to the studio, mixed them, and then wrote to it on the spot in the studio. With her her project, I made all the beats on the spot while she was there. Uh, it's only one track, Soul Searching, is something that she wrote to before she uh, she came. Because she actually flew from the UK to, Ve- to Vegas to work with me. Um, but, like, yeah, literally, I be doing the drums and I have putting the bass line on. She already has a hook. Like, you know, so it's just like the synergy in the studio is so crazy. And uh, honestly, salute to my engineer. He's a, a beast. Uh, like, I, I actually met him... Um, my first session uh, working at, it's a dope studio out here called uh, Hideout. Like, really nice studio. A lot of people record there. And, um, like, we just clicked. That's, like, my bro since the first session. Like, because uh, I saw the rules online. And I'm like, okay, you know. You know, I'm, I'm courteous. It's a nice, really nice studio. I see all the people, the clientele that work there. So, like, I always want to be respectful. I don't bring any weed with me. And <laughs> I, I come to the first session and I see him, like, smoking out. I'm like, oh, shit. I could but like he's like yo, like yo, I roll up one. I'm like oh shit, and like we just became homies and shit. So, <laughs> my homie Kyle and shit, but, like really dope engineer and shit. Uh, and then, <laughs> but yeah, like uh, yeah, man, it's been honestly fun producing, man. Like I like doing the solo stuff, but I like producing more. It's like being a part of like it's like a whole team because then everybody has their different roles you could play. You know what I mean? Like I, I can do the music. I'll I'll jump on. And the cool thing is if I could, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a songwriter, so if a spot opens up it's like okay i can i can throw a rap there or sing there but like i kind of like just setting the, the vibe and then you know let someone else like that's what i'm saying that's why i have harley like she 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 could start all the songs you know what i mean and i'll just add whatever the flavor in between whatever because like i like solo stuff but at, after a while you're like fuck man what like what do i the fuck do i talk about like i like <laughs> like we're at some point it's like you come to us like okay I, I talked about this i talked about that like you know what i mean you know you have that you got to go live or something, make, have experience some shit so I can come talk about some more shit. So it's like, that's why it's dope having other people to write songs with, you know what I mean? So it's like, like the uh, the Harley stuff, like I said, the stuff with me and Harley's going to keep going. We already have a, uh, we already have a, another album done. Um, so pretty much when we, when we were shooting the videos for this, the album that's out now, we were already recording the second record. So like, it's pretty much done now. And then, so it'll be about, I have about, yes. So it's Hideout that just came out uh, with Harley Blue. And then um, I have a solo project coming out, and then um, and then me and Harley Blue have another co- project coming out, and then we're working on another project right now. <laughs> Damn, it's busy. Yeah. It's busy. Yeah. In, in... See, with our attention spans are short, you got to make more music these days. <laughs> Just do what it is, man. You got to. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, like when you were saying, like you know, I don't know what to talk about. I've asked artists before, like I don't understand. Some artists drop like four or five albums in in a year, and I'm like, how the fuck do you have? that much to talk about <laughs> i find myself on the podcast sometimes i re-listen i'm like i kind of already talked about that before and i'm like shit i gotta find new shit to talk about and they're dropping like <laughs> albums one album every month and i'm like i don't understand how you do it so i feel you i'm like i'm with you on that that i reckon there's a point where like that's why I like all the greats i kind of wait a year two years yeah they waited that, want yeah, enough content. yeah yeah <laughs> But nowadays, you know what I mean? Everyone's a kind of, it's just what it is. It's like, at some point I was like, like, I thought it was like a, 
some kind of line between me being an artist and a content creator, but it's it's to a point where if you have any type of career, you're a content creator. Like any, it doesn't, it applies to anything. If I'm a basketball player, I, I technically got it. I can put out the, like, you know me, if I have a Nike deal, I need, I need to be on my page, create content because I, you know, it, it's just, it's just a part of it now. So it's like, but you know, I understand it now as a business. I just look at it like that way. You know what I mean? Like, like, okay, you know what? I'm not going to be one of these people that's like, oh, I hate that I got to do this, which I was, you know what I mean? And now I'm switching to, fuck it. Is this part of my career? Like, what you going to do? You know what I mean? So it's like, um, and, and, and also it's, it's, it's dope in a way too, because it's just what it is. You can connect with people in a, in a different way now than, than you did before, even though like, okay, I will say the mystique is missing. So it's like, you get pros and cons of each. Okay. The old school way, a lot more mystique. You're like, who is Prince? I, I don't have no idea who this guy is. Like I see print, pictures of Prince, but I don't, I really, we really don't know his personality. It's a myth. And in some crazy way, it, it, it always keeps him here. Like it's like, he's untouchable. Right. But that doesn't mean that the other way can't work either. I feel like if anything, nowadays it's more of like, you know what? I respect this guy. He likes he likes the same basketball team I like. You know, he's the same cereal I like. You know, so it's like it's almost like you're coming, you're becoming the the people's champ kind of vibe now. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of it's kind of that kind of thing where it's like I can relate to him. That's really what more what it's about nowadays. And you realize it's a so many fucking people so it's like a million uh what was it niche or niches or whatever the fuck so it's like you can pick anyone you know what i mean it's really just understanding your niche or whatever like okay i understand my market like this is like you know what i mean like i sell pizza he sells burgers i'm not competing with him i'm like i'm making fucking pieces so that's it it's really understanding your market and just kind of just going with it and and staying consistent it's like uh honestly like in the weirdest way it's easier and harder nowadays because like it's easy because the, the game plan is easy. It's just more like, it's just, you know what I mean? There's so many people doing it. So you just got to cut through. That's it. Yeah. I think it's easier to do. It's harder to stand out. Yeah, so like the it. entry, the end, the level of entry is really small these days. Like before the barriers to entry were high because you just couldn't compete with, you know, your labels and you couldn't compete with it, with, with the people who had like actual money behind them. Whereas now yeah, yeah. you can actually make content on a budget and still, get attention so it's like it's not about the money necessarily in terms of content creation but it is about quality so like but there's everyone making noise so you just got to be the person who like makes the right noise at the right time right yeah and, and you never yeah. know and you just never know but i think you're right like i think now it's everyone feels like your friend like that's what it is like it's celebrities <laughs> like you know the old school celebrities of like the yesteryear where people thought of them as like gods they're almost gone because like you said the mystique is no longer there because i can jump on the internet i can be like oh i saw what you did yesterday and you wore a t-shirt that looks like shit and i'm like i also <laughs> have a t-shirt that looks like shit so like just because you're a celebrity doesn't mean you're any more special it's like oh now i see you as a person as well and i think that's the the trouble <laughs> with the celebrities is like all their fans are like I see you, I interact with your content and they're they, like, you feel such a close relationship with them. And they're like, yeah, but I got a million of you. So it's like, it's this weird <laughs> place that they, they play within. Like, I can't, I don't understand how Drake would do it. Like, I just look at him and be like the amount of people that love his music and love him, but also <laughs> like feel close to him would be crazy. It would almost be overwhelming. 
but that's the thing though. So I feel like there is so because I feel like it's like it's almost like we in the place where it's like it's not necessarily that, but it's almost like everyone's special and no one's special kind of thing, right? But there are spe- it's it's that's the thing, it's just what it is. Like there are special talents. There's some people that just stand out, there's some people that could do some shit that only a very few people do. So they will they will always cut through. They will always cut through because it's at some at some point everyone will realize like damn no one can do what the fuck they're doing, you know what I mean? And it it, it just come you know what I mean. Sometimes it takes time, you know what I mean. But uh, it's definitely you can still cut through. But for the most part, it's almost like like you said, it's everyone special, no one special kind of vibe. But uh, but like you said, like that's not a bad thing. It's like I feel like um, I feel like the biggest problem is we see success is whoever has the most success. Like, it's like, no, that's not necessarily successful. Like, you know what I mean? Like he might have a lot of money than me and he might have to pay a, a lot more taxes. <laughs> like I'm, I'm okay with not having to claim as much as he has to claim. You know what I mean? So, but it's like, it's like, uh, but even though it's ways around that too, you know what I mean? But I'm just saying like, it's like success isn't always like, like I feel like it's to each person, like what that, whatever that success is to you. Like to me, like success is, being comfortable as fuck, like food is in the fridge. You know what I mean? Like I got some weed. Uh, like you know, me and my wife happy. We watching some movies, playing Mario Kart together. That's like that's success. Like every bills are paid. That's enough. Like I don't, I don't need like I don't need the craziest chain. I don't need a fucking like like why do I need a fucking race car? Like you know what I mean? If I can't race it, like that's <laughs> like why do I have a car that can go two hundred if I can't drive it two hundred? It's the stupidest thing. It's like I don't need a race car. You know what I mean? So it's like great. And the insurance on that is yeah, like, so ridiculous. Like, and look, and like those cars, you can't even drive them up some driveways because they're too low to the ground. So yeah, they're yeah, so yeah. useless. It's, it's so <laughs> unnecessary. They're so impractical. So like I I like I get it. It's cool and it's a status you know, I, thing. I get it. I get it. I'm not saying like, but I'm saying why don't you just rent it and drive it around and take it back? You don't like you don't need to have that. You don't. Need Do you know that. why? Because everyone's like Jesus Christ. He rented that motherfucker. He can't even afford to buy that shit. That, I that, don't say that about that's me. The, yeah, that's the access, though. That's what everyone's scared about is like, uh, oh, he rents that. I saw him renting it at the shop the other day. And so like, I would do it as like, oh, he's smart. That's what <laughs> that, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, it's like, cool. It's like, it's like, say it's like, okay, cool. Like, I have a bunch of jewelry, but it's like, okay, well, that means I'm wearing all of the money. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I would rather, instead of it here, I'd rather it be. And in, invested in something, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, a because like that's the cool thing about assets is they just keep making money. Like, I don't like, 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 I don't know. I just feel like instead of like bragging about that type of shit, I would be bragging about assets. I would be like, yeah, I have some assets bringing in some crazy cash flow. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's something to brag about because then it's like you got something that makes money forever. You don't have to do anything. You know what I mean? Like, like you. Uh, I'm just saying, there's a lot of stuff you could do, man. There's a lot of stuff you could do. I don't want to be one of those like investment advice type shit you know what i mean but like I, i'm just saying it's a lot of ways to like it's a lot of ways to um be successful in 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 and be low-key i feel like that's the vibe like nowadays you don't want to be the dude with a target on your back it's, it's a different it's a different world like again I, I talk about this a lot with like friends like like back in the day you could be the dude that's like 
you know, you made it and you come back to like you come back to the community and you show off and, and everyone's like geek they're happy for you, you know what I mean? And and even then it was people that was not happy for you, you know what I mean? But now it's it's just different. It's just different now, especially after the pandemic. I feel like people being locked in for a long ass time, all this shit going on, they don't trust the government. People are like, you know what I mean? They just in a very fragile place. So it's like, I just don't think it's a good time like that for to flash success on people, especially when everyone just went through so much shit. You know what I mean? It's like you gotta kind of be aware of what's happening. Like I honestly as I'm as I as I get older, like like I didn't I didn't usually really watch the news, but I don't watch the news now, like and take it for what it is. I'm just taking I'm just looking at all these stories and shit, you know what I mean? And like and like as I'm older, because it's like it's important to know what's going on around me and shit. You know what I mean? It's just what it is. Like even if like because the thing is, is you have to know how to research <laughs> as well because it's a lot of bullshit. But luckily, I come from an era where, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm 35. So when I was in school, when I was in high school, I mean, uh, middle school, like, you know, we had we still had encyclopedias. <laughs> so I had to learn how to look for sources. You know what I mean? Like, OK, I see this, but let me find where they got this information from. But nowadays, it's just like it's people just throw out information like crazy. and You, you don't know. You know what I mean? You got to really do the research and find out what's real. You know what I mean? Well, that's the crazy thing about the news because I don't watch the news at all. I stay away from it because, like, it's not news. Like, I don't know what it is. What I see here is, like, it's just bullshit stories. It's stories that are either sad or depressing or they try to make you happy, but it's fleeting. It's not actual world news. It's not like you're learning anything specific. Yeah, no. You're always like, someone went missing. Oh, and also there's a cute dog. And it's like, this is not news. This is not. This is just you just filling airtime for whatever advertising you have in the middle. But you, but I will say you're hundred percent right that like, cause I studied history in high school and, and then I did a law degree at uni as well. And it was all about sources. It was all about who wrote what. And like, yeah. you would get sources, like, especially in history that were like, this dude is left wing and this dude is right wing. And so you would know that their perspective is already biased before you even read the shit that they wrote. Yeah. <laughs> so you're reading it and you're like, I already know he's going to be anti this and pro this. And so what you do is you're trying to actually figure out what the truth is between the different perspectives <laughs> in, in the That's different it. people's opinions on stuff. And like, we yeah. don't do that anymore. Yeah. All we do is like, we, re we read a news article that has no references that is just like, this is basically an opinion piece and everyone's like facts. Yeah, they take it for fact. Yeah, they take it for fact. Right off the bat. It's crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, um, but yeah, it, but but another thing, like I like I learned that's like again, like in the weirdest way, like my journey as an investor, like it kind of led into that. And then I end up because like basically what I realized is like I realized how much stuff is connected just through investing. It's crazy. It's like, it's like so many companies are connected. So you're like, oh shit. Like, so you telling me, cause, cause, cause it's just like, it's just weird. The time, I'm going to just say the time and it's really weird. So I'll be watching the market and then it'll be like a news story pop up and it's the timing of it. And, and this stock going up or down with this, this it's, it's crazy. It's like always a story. Like, you know, like, uh, Salute to my, like, you know, like I have a, like a mentor for that. And like, 
when he was telling me the stuff in the beginning, I was like, ah, like it didn't, you know, it's always, it never hits in the beginning. You always have to go through it, learn some shit, fuck up. And then you realize like, you know, once you actually kind of got it and learned it and it's like, it's so true. It's like the news it's like, and and that's when you realize it's like all kind of tied together and stuff. And then you look at like, Ooh, who owns this news company? And like, you know what I mean? Again, I don't want to be that guy, but you know what I mean? But it's like, um, it's, it's, the thing is, it's, it's so much information out there now. It's like, you know what I mean? It's hard not to like, you know what I mean? It's, it's like right in our face nowadays. You know what I mean? It's not like it's like, because like not back in the days to be, you know, it's more like, oh, it's a conspiracy. But it's like, no, you can like literally go and look it up. And it's like, <laughs> like it's there. Yeah, they're all like shell companies. And like, there's like four, <laughs> I think there's like eight big companies in the world that own all these other companies. They're all like subsidiaries of it. And it's, it's, it's all, like you said, it all is, it is all interconnected. And I used to, my first job, I used to, my first like full-time job, I was a, I used to sell credit cards and personal loans at a bank. Um, oh. So I worked at a bank and it's crazy. The shit that you learn working at a bank, like you're, <laughs> when you spoke about financial systems and banking, like it's not designed for you to win. That's true. But you also need to know the rules. It's because like, they essentially they created a game where they know all the ins and outs and it's your job to figure out how to play the game that's essentially how it works but like if you know the rules you can actually make it work for you so like that's that's the difficulty is like but you're not taught no one teaches no, 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 you have to figure that out they're not going to put that in they're not going to have that in school and they're gonna, like no you got to you have to actually have to learn it on your own you know what i mean but again it's like if you you know, it's just what it is. It's like it, it comes down to the individual if you're willing to go the extra mile. You know what I mean? Because like honestly, like I, like I went the extra mile on a lot of things, and the extra mile can be fucked up and bumpy and shit. But you know, in the end, you always it's always worth it. It's always worth it. You know what I mean? That's what that's what anything. Yeah. So, but yeah, like I um, <laughs> I'm definitely like. It's crazy because like I, I learned so so much from that, and like I'm just applying it back to my career. So, like as an investor, I know what I want to see in a company for me to invest, right? So, if I apply that to myself, it's like okay, well, me as an artist, if I want people to invest time, basically you they ask them to invest time into your career, you know what I mean? Which is dreams and shit. Like, what do I have to do for people to want? So, okay. Uh, definitely, I got I got to be releasing some shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, but you get what I'm saying. You know, you gotta, you know. So it's like, um, you gotta think of really like obviously like that's the it's not new, but like you gotta really think of yourself as a company. You know what I mean? And like you know, and like I feel I feel like understanding you know how a business is run, how investing, all these understanding all these different just understanding business. Honestly, it, it's it's important um, as a as an artist and. Um, not only that, what I realized, honestly, like, cause like, uh, like I said, that's just a numbers thing, knowing, knowing, you know, the value and, and this thing. But honestly, business, what I realized is it's fucking relationships, man. It's fucking relationships and knowing how to talk to people. That's all businesses. You don't need to really go to school for that. <laughs> Everything else you can learn, you know what I mean? But it's really just like, cause a lot of times you'll figure out like, oh, he pissed him off. So he's holding something personal against him. This person knows this person. He knows him. It, it's just what it is. And and I get it because you're going to work with who you're. Okay, I know him. I can trust him. I'm going to work with him. Like this dude over here, he could be cool. 
but I need some sources. I need somebody to say, yo, this dude is cool. Otherwise, I'm going to just go with the dude that I know. It's faster. We can do this shit right now. I get it. I get well, it. It's so, sales. Like, I always say you're selling. You're always selling. You're selling an idea. You're selling music. You're selling a project. You're selling a brand. You're selling whatever it is. You're selling a relationship. You're selling. That's what it really is. I always yeah, yeah. look at everything we do is sales, literally. And it helps because like, I, like my working life was in sales. So like, that's all I thought about. But like you go on a date, it's a sale. That's what it is. You're, you're selling yourself. She's selling herself or they're selling themselves. Like you're there. It's a, it's, you're like negotiating a deal in, in the weirdest way in the weird. And it's, and it's fucked up to think about it like that because you know, it's a relationship, but also a date is to go, what do you bring to the table versus what do I bring to the table? And do we work? Does yeah, the deal work? Right. Like, yeah, so I'm I'm this cool person. Uh I'm good. I can like I can take care of you. I can like like you know what I mean? And she's like, I'm cool. I can I'm good. I can handle my shit. I can <laughs> <laughs> I can handle your shit too. And it's like, but that's what it is. It's like that's what dating is. When you go on first dates, it's like, let me see if on a just a base level, this makes sense. And some yeah. deals don't, and you're like, you with this vibe didn't work for me or it just we didn't click or whatever that's you didn't sell that well or they didn't sell that well so it didn't go through but then others you can uh, so that's like it just makes it and it and like you said if you treat your your music career like a company it helps you make better decisions because you take the emotion out of it and you see it more of like you know objective and you're like all right that didn't work, but that doesn't mean my career is fucked. It just didn't work. It was the wrong move as my business. So then I just do something else. I think it's different and it's hard because as a content creator, you're attached to what you create and yeah. it's hard to separate them. Yeah, that, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's that's definitely true. Yeah. yeah. And what you, uh, what you were just saying, um, uh, I was going to say, uh, I forgot. My bad. I forgot I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> anyways yeah man. happens all the time literally happens to me all the time but i did want to ask you you were talking about like you know the incremental rise of your career and you were talking about you know how in a weird way your career was is destined and you you feel like you've been looked out by your brother by but there just seems to be like this like slow evolution like yeah is it is it weird when you think about it like that like i don't know do you do you feel like in a way it's like destined that your success will just keep compounding if you just keep doing the right things. Honestly. Yeah. And I've seen it happen. Like I, like I'm lucky enough to have a lot of examples around me. Um, like, like for example, look at common. Common's a fucking movie star now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and like, yeah, he had the light. Don't get me wrong. He had the light. That's one of his biggest records. He has some big records, but when you think about it, like, he, he didn't have too many crazy, crazy major hits. He's just been consistently successful. Just, just successful enough. And then, like I was saying, now he's like, you know, and, and again, he's like smart man and he's doing real estate and all kind of things on the side. So it's like, you know, this is, this is, you know, he's that like, you know, but, but again, like that's the success you want. You don't want to be that, like he was saying, I don't want to like, like it. I'm not jealous of Drake. I don't want to. I don't want to be that. That's way too famous. Like that's way too famous. Like you can't even go to the market and shit. You know what I mean? Like I, like I enjoy like the because I don't know what's something dope about being successful under the radar because then you get a, you get a chance to actually grow as an artist. Like because like 
if once you get to a certain level, it's like it's like people are happy. They're happy for you until they're like it's like I don't know. It's like a weird thing. It's like a, it's a certain point you hit, and it's just like you can't. I don't know. It's almost like they won't let you get. Like okay, no, we can't let you. We have to pull. It, like it's a weird kind of thing. You know what I mean? So it's just like, but it's like if you're like right under the radar, you like not out there enough, and then when you do something really amazing, then you just fuck everybody up because everybody's caught off guard. So it's like the best thing because like you're just like bubbling on the radar. Like oh, it's cool, man. I'm just over here chilling. Everybody else stressed out. I'm just chilling, playing music. Sit, doing what I love. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's what it should be, man. You know, it's like I'm, I just think the th- the fame thing. People just think about it way too much. You know what I mean? Like I, cause I I understand like as a kid you looking up. Because again, when I was a kid, I, I was thinking that it's not that I wanted to be famous. It's more about you think that that means success. That's and, and I think that's what it is. I don't think they want to be famous because when they get famous, they don't like it. They like no one. No one really wants to be famous. They just think that if I'm famous, then it's like no, just be su- successful. It's like it, and I, I don't think people understand that success. It brings all the same things. Sometimes that's the thing. You want to be successful, and like if if it happens to bring the fame, that okay, it's, it's inevitable. Whatever. What you know what I mean, but. At the end of the day, your focus is different. You're not focused on being famous. You're just focused on, okay, I want to be successful at this craft. You know what I mean? Okay, that's cool. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with that. But I just think people go go about it the wrong way. But I think part of it is, is like we had a lot of bad examples. <laughs> so it's like we follow these things and realize, like, no, that's not. What are we? What am I doing? You know what I mean? So it's just like, because um, it, it's just what it is. It's like it all comes from it all comes from something. You know what I mean? It's not just like out the blue. Like, you know, like. The, the 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 drums and all the stuff they're doing today. I mean, they technically was doing trap drums back in the '90s too. So it's not like it's just like new. You know what I mean? Like you had N.W.A. way back. You know, so it, it's all like a a cycle. Honestly, like this, this music shit, re- realistically. But um, I just feel I don't know. I think we in a good place in music though. I feel like it's gonna it's gonna be more organic soul kind of shit coming back. I just feel it. Cause it's a generation out there that actually makes that type of shit. It's just more that mainstream media puts out a certain type of image. You know, it's like okay, kids with guns shooting each other and gangs and shit. And it's like yeah, it's a bunch Drugs. of other kids making music too. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, yeah. But um, it's I don't know. weird when I, you, like when you say like because I'm in. I've got a foot in both camps of like I would like to be f- like famous and well known for like to a certain level. But I also know that, like, I still love getting haircuts and I still want to go to my barber and go to the shop. <laughs> I don't want to have to have my barber come to my house. Like, I, that's not a problem. I get a haircut every two weeks. Like, literally every two weeks, I need to get the fresh fade because, like, um, <laughs> it's just something I like to do, right? But I can't, can't imagine not going to the barber shop and actually sitting. And I like the experience. So, like, having to get them to come to your house ruins the whole experience yeah yeah like you have so, to you have to do that and like shopping you know I mean? how like okay grocery shopping i actually hate that anyway so like you can take that <laughs> like the other stuff i actually want to be able to do but like i do agree though that like the music has definitely changed in terms of over the past like two three years like obviously the trap sound was was huge from the 2010s and like that really built and it was like you know more of melody but i'm um, like when you listen to music now, you can actually hear that meaning and lyricism is back in the yeah, sense of back, like, yeah. and 
And I, like you said, it's cyclical. It's like, it's just music cycling where like, you know, we had a lot of that, then they just focused on the sound and that now it's coming back and albums like Kendrick, they promote stuff like that. You know, the more you, you bigger artists talk about, you know, more meaningful things, Pusha T obviously released his album as well. Like they're just starting to, to bring back, you know, lyricism, which is obviously a huge element of hip hop. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And I'm glad you say of hip hop. It's like, it's like, cause I feel like it's a difference between, and again, I don't have a, I don't have a preference that, you know, I'm not one of these people that's like such a purist that is like, but there's definitely a difference between hip hop and rap. Like, even though rap is in hip hop, I feel like hip hop is just like its own genre of music. You know what I mean? And, and rap is just like, rap is like almost like pop. Like, you know what I mean? It's like pop rap. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. Cause like, I don't, cause again, like I, I got, I got joints that I like from, from everybody, you know what I mean? You know, so it's like, like I, I get like the, I get the Atlanta swing shit, drill, like this type of shit. So it's just like, I understand. Like, I feel like I'm in the perfect age where I'm on the both sides where, cause I have older siblings. So I understand the soul and all the shit that came before that and all the early 90s shit. And then I'm also, close enough to the to to the younger generation where I understand the music they listening to too. So it's like I'm not so disconnected. It's just more like my main thing is like, um, because I'm like I'm all about energy and shit. So it's like I just want the younger generation to be aware of what kind of energy they put into their music and how that can reflect on their life. Cause you be just because of you putting out a certain energy and then you don't realize that because Cause again, like yeah, it's kids and gangs and shit, but it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of them that's not even actually doing that shit. They just think that it's cool to talk about it, and not not realizing that it's people that actually really do that shit. <laughs> and then they end up attracting that energy on themselves, and they not even you know what I mean. That's not even their vibe and stuff. So it's like, um, but yeah, like I. Um, but honestly, I think it's in a good place. Like I feel like the create the creativity is coming back, and I'm definitely going to be a part of that. Uh, <laughs> like I'm about, I'm dropping so much more music because I like in the past like I'm so you I came into music when my my first record deal I was it was 2008 so it's like that was the old school way you know what I mean you work on the album you know what I mean you got you got a, a whole six months you working on uh working on the the rollout and all this like nah man nowadays it's like you just dropping shit man and 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 and, and promoting as you go and it's like like. If you're having a conversation, it should be, I have another project coming out. It's just what it is. Otherwise, it's like, okay. Because, like, like even then, it was always it was already like that. It's like, because, like, you have a project out, you're promoting. Like, okay, cool. So, so what's next? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but it's perfect for me because I make so much music, and I find it more stressful to have a bunch of shit on my hard drive. It's, it's, it's really stressful because then it's more like, oh, what do I do with this? What, I, you know? But if it's out, it's out. It's like... Like I, it's 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 very freeing in a way. It's like the the more I do it, it's just like it's, it, it gives me now I'm now I'm clear to do something else because like that that's out there. It's in the world now. Okay, cool. So now I have to make something new. So it's just like I I honestly I'm I'm definitely gonna be releasing like a few albums a year at this point. You know what I mean? Like, um, and it's the perfect time to do it. I feel like back in the day you technically I don't think you could back in the day just because it was a different way and the way things were marketed. But I feel like. We're in the time where it's like normal to put out multiple albums in a year. You know what I mean? And if anything, it keeps it, it's a way to say I'm active. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, yes, I'm still making music. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, 
like like now now nowadays you you don't put out the album for years or two it's like oh shit are you still you still making music man it's like so it's you, like, you still uh, gotta like drop singles if you're gonna do that you gotta drop singles feature on other people's tracks like you gotta be still active it doesn't have to be an album but you gotta still be active that deal yeah, was that um before or after you dropped uh yancey boys was that like uh, you oh, said, uh, which one the 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 Yancey Boys deal, because you created the album Yancey Boys off the Jay Dilla beats, um, and you said your first deal was around that time as well. Yeah, so that that was my first that was my first uh, album deal uh, it was um, with Delicious Vinyl. Actually, you know, it's crazy how it happened because pretty much I just happened to um, meet uh, Mike Ross, uh, president of Delicious Vinyl, through my mom's. So she was doing they were doing some work together, and he had a CD of tracks of my brothers from like 95 period. And um, it wasn't for me though. That's what's crazy. So it was actually, he was going to do a, he was going to do this project with all these artists. You know what I mean? And we just happened to meet at that time and he heard me and he was like, yo, you should do a project with these tracks. And that's pretty much how it happened. And um, honestly, it was, it was dope because at that time of my career, I had a lot of rejection. So it's like, I was, I was producing music and making songs and stuff and trying to, you know, shopping and stuff. So, yeah, that was literally the first person to say yes, and like that is, and it just ended up being that project, ironically, with my brother's beat. That's what I'm saying. It's like I, I can't make it up. This is always some some type of weird kind of coincidence, and you know what I mean. And it just happened to be my brother's. Like that's what I'm saying. Almost like spiritually there. Like yo, I got you, bro. Yeah, it's you know, and yeah, I got a lot of flack and criticism about that, but as I'm why? older now, I can look back and see why. So it, it's understandable because why though? So what was like why the criticism? Well, it was, it, I got criticism because of, you know, because you got to think, it's like, okay, my brother, that, that album came out 2008. My brother passed away 2006. He had some diehard fans. So a lot of people just saw his younger brother using his big brother to start a career kind of vibe. That's kind of how they saw it. And then now that I've pretty much built a 15-year career, now people have no choice but to realize, like, oh, shit, he's his own person. You know what I mean? But it, I I knew I honestly knew, looking looking at how the industry is made, even at, even when I was young, um, not having a not a, a lot of knowledge about the industry, I knew that that would be a thing. It's just what it is. It's like okay, he has a lot of eyes on him, and then obviously I'm the the, the little brother that kind of looks like him too. So it's obviously they're gonna you know they're gonna compare and stuff. So you know, like I said, I faced a lot of criticism criticism about that, and like you know they were talking about my raps and stuff, and I think that. Um, but again, I don't mind that because I'm happy for the I'm happy for that because in the weirdest way, like the coolest thing about coming up in hip hop is like it's the hardest category to come up in. You get you got the you got these fucking purists and they they analyze every fucking verse and, and line and it's it's as much as I hate it, it's dope <laughs> because then you build these dope artists because. Cause like like any anybody would like be lying to say that they don't they don't pay attention to that shit a little bit you know what I mean it's like oh you said I can't rap okay you know what <laughs> uh, you know I, I, I at least for me I'm a, like I'm an athlete first so I like stuff like that because I use it as fuel like it doesn't it doesn't put me down if anything I just makes me want to go like okay I want to prove myself so like honestly like the criticism really helped honestly like I, like it, it made me want to get so much better as a writer I feel like in the weirdest way it's like the beginning now to me like I feel like. Like in a weird way, I wish I like it's almost like I wish I just started my career now. Like like with like 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 I wonder how things would be if I just started like because like I just feel like I'm at the top of my game. So 
Imagine I waited 15 years and I just dropped my first album. Now. <laughs> like, like would, it be, would it be any different or anything? You know what I mean? But no, it's like. <laughs> Honestly, the reality would probably be that like people, I'm sure, I think, I think people like the journey anyway. But it is weird that like, you know, fans put their relationship with your brother ahead of your specific relationship with your brother. And it's like, you know, I like, I'm, I'm imagining if I was in your shoes and it's like, well, I, this album is actually because of my relationship with him. This is not about me trying to use him. This is because this is like in celebration of what he did, what he meant for me and what he still means for me moving forward as an artist. This is not about me just catapulting my career. And it's weird that like fans would think that it's you trying to use him. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's like, it, like you're obviously close. You still talk about him literally all the time. And it's like, that is my way of going. I still feel connected and my tribute and like my way of like, just going, I still respect and honor you by doing this music and yeah. you know i've listened to it it sounds good i don't understand why <laughs> oh, like, thanks, man. Appreciate that. <laughs> well i just i like when you said you got a lot of criticism like i'm confused like i can get on a base level right why people might see it but when you listen to it it's different yeah, i was yeah. and i'm i'm when you said the purists and analyze every bar I just reviewed Kendrick's album and I analyzed every single bar. So I 100% <laughs> get it. Um, like I just released an hour and 40 minutes of me just talking about Kendrick's album. Um, so <laughs> I get it that like, but I, but you're 100% right that like, because people are so passionate about it, it does force you to get better because yeah, you, yeah. people don't hold punches. They will literally go, that sucked balls. Yeah. <laughs> that was really cool or this beat sucked or that hooks like I'm like that. And I know there are so many other commentators on hip hop that are literally like, they will destroy you if they feel it's not good enough. Yeah. 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 And, 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 and like I said, like I'm, I'm accepted, accepting to that because like I said, it's a, it's a whole, it's a whole culture. It's like, cause it's like, like, yeah, you have the audience, you have the DJ, but like, it's always an audience too. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's all a part of it. It's like, yeah, I, I make, don't get me wrong. I love music and I I, I make it because I I like what it sounds like. But I'm not gonna lie and like you know what I mean. I, in the back of my mind, I'm always thinking. I'm curious if people will fuck with this. It's just like it's a part of it, you know what I mean. And especially after having years of touring, like you know what I mean. Like it's always part of like like when I'm making shit and when I'm writing to it. Like now I think about I think about I'm thinking about my shows. Like I'm like ooh like when I write my hook. I'm thinking like, oh, I want to write something where it's already feels like a show. Like, you know what I mean? It's like something where people will say they'll say it with me, or I can have them sing it, you know, call and response with it, but like kind of making it interactive, kind of, you know what I mean? It's just like it's supposed to be that kind of vibe. So it's like, yeah, I definitely like the the audience is just as much as a part of the the culture as the the artists are. It's a whole it's a whole thing because you know what I mean, like. Otherwise, who are we sharing this, these messages with? You know what I mean? It has to, you know what I mean? It has to be some type of giving, you know what I mean? Giving, receive. So, and it's just what it is, man. You have to give the people that's music fans credit. It's like, it wouldn't be where it is without the fans. Like, who, like, who's coming to the fucking show? Like, like, no one's booking me if they not coming out. You know what I mean? So, you know, that's a salute to all, all like, and honestly, salute to all my, all my peeps everywhere 
that come out to my shows and and I wouldn't tour if y'all y'all didn't show up all the time. So thanks for I guess y'all fuck with my music. <laughs> the only place I haven't been and I, and everyone tells me like I've had so many people tell me it's like yo why haven't you been to Australia? Like are you serious? Like a lot of people have been telling me that, but like maybe I'm wrong. But I, I like I've had I swear I've had so many people tell me they like yo you know you got you got peeps out there to listen to you yo you know what I mean so. I, I that's definitely on my list to figure that out. I gotta I gotta make that happen. Like <laughs> selfishly, that'd be really cool if you came down. Um, but I'd like to move to the US in a weird oh, way. Right, yeah. Right. So that's that's something that I want to work on is try to get over there and figure out the visa shit. That's the that's that's my my next challenge of like I just think for me personally, like growing up in Australia, moving to like the Mecca of hip hop would be just the greatest oh, thing right. like like, like where specifically would you want to move? Uh, so I'm thinking the two spots. I'm thinking of like LA, um, around that area, or like maybe Texas. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, we'll see how it <laughs> like Austin. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I'll see. I'll see what happens. But um, but just to be able to like go to more shows, be able yeah, to you know see more artists face to face. Like these are the things that I want to do, and like. Um, and like, like, as I said, like, it feels for me strange, like being in Australia, I've always felt like an outsider looking in, in a weird way. And to be in the place yeah. where like, it is like everywhere would be just really cool on, on just a personal level. Yeah, man. That's sick, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's dope. Like I've, I've definitely like been like, I've, like, I don't know. I just like. Um, I've never uh, like when I moved when I started my career I moved from um, Detroit to LA like and um like my for me it was like my brother was there last so it's like you know what I mean I know he was at peace the last time I saw him he was there so that was kind of like my move and then when my first because the first time I, I stayed in LA uh, I was there for like three years and then I moved back to Detroit <laughs> and then I moved to I then moved to Montreal and I moved back to Detroit, then back to LA. <laughs> so, but but it's like uh, like it's something dope about um, taking the leap of faith. Like sometimes, like you might not know what's out there, but it's like if you feel that, it's like yeah, you gotta you you just gotta go move on it. You know what I mean? It's like I uh, I feel like that's that's dope following following your gut because it's a lot of people that because because like it, it'll be it'll be sometimes like people that have like a good opportunity and they just not sure like oh, I gotta move over there though. Ah, but it's like. You know, it's like, um, because again, it's hard to it's hard to move somewhere, and it's just you. You don't know anyone. You got to meet all like you know. It's just what it is. Like, yeah, you have your people that's you know it's your crib, but yeah, I, like that's that's a real thing though. It's like it's like shit. I got to have at least like some, and that's the thing I was lucky with. So when I moved to Cali, I had it's just what it is. I had my 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 brother had a lot of family, fam, you know, even music fam and shit. So I was able to connect with them. When I moved to Montreal, like I already knew some music fam there. So I mean that definitely was a thing, you know what I mean? But I mean, sometimes, you know, like like my wife, she she moved to this country, like, you know, like she had it from scratch, you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, but like, yeah, like uh yeah, that's that's uh, that's dope though, man. That's what's hey, you up. gotta do it and like my brother, my youngest brother, I got two brothers. My youngest brother just went and travel is traveling now for like 12, 24 months. He's just gone and, and gone wow. traveling. So like that. So when I see him do that, I'm like, I think it's all like, because I went to Thailand recently and I got back and I've been itching. I've always wanted to move to the US when I was like, I think it was like 24 or something. I was 
Oh, wow, like wow. Four or five years ago. And I was like, I think I want to move. And I never did. And now I have that feeling again. And I'm like, this time I'm going to do it. Yeah, this yeah, time, yeah, yeah. This so you broke time, there. That's dope. <laughs> yeah. But also like this time, like no, no more excuses. It, it's time. Because yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and like it would just be cool. Like I, I just imagine having this conversation in person. And I'm like, oh, yeah, be, yeah. That'd be yeah, so yeah. much better, you know? Hey, if you come over here, yo, we, we could do part two. Yeah, just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. we definitely will. We definitely will. Cause I feel like we could talk forever. And I, I think it helps because you're a talker, I'm a talker. Like it just makes it so much easier. But <laughs> I only have one more question for you, man. Um sure, well, before we wrap up. But if you had to recommend one album that everybody listens to at least once to get an appreciation of can be any genre of music can't be your own music what would it be one album one album for everybody listen to um trying to see you you say any genre it it don't have to be specific nope and this, is it for a specific audience? I'm like, <laughs> whatever. It's yours, like man. I I, to be honest, lot. to be honest, I really don't think about this question very, very hard. Whatever you wanna, whatever you wanna, like, kind of say. I'm interested to know your thought process because I also know that usually most artists have an album that pops into their head, and then they're yeah, like, I'm, this, I've been thinking this album right here. Hold on, what's this? Uh... We get the live version. We get to see the album cover. Yeah, this is it. This record right here. Uh, ben, um, I, I, I don't want to pronounce it wrong. Uh, ben, ben, ben Galis? Ben, uh, ben Galis? I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I see. See, I read it and I was like, I'm going <laughs> to let him say it. Man, this record is so, it's like, it's the vibe. It's like, um, it's very, um, I can't explain it. It's just like it's something. It's, it's not like a album you bump in. It's like it's like really like some some beautiful music. Honestly, I can't, <laughs> I can't explain it. But it's like yes, yeah, uh, Van Galis or Van Galis. Uh, it's called China. His album is crazy and super dope. Um, salute to I actually went. So I had a show and um, it was I forgot what part of Germany I was in. And the the promoter of the show actually they owned the record shop. So like they actually sent like I was picking out records I was gonna buy them and he actually sent them to me so it was like perfect but yeah like I like yeah that, this was a gift but yeah this, this record oh my god it's fire so, so what, what genre is it what genre of music is it I would call it experimental like uh sound like some it's not like movie soundtrack shit I can't even explain it it's like but like it's some instrumental music kind of kind of vibes instrumental music but it's like it's dope though. Dope album. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure a few people have sampled this record too. I'm going to have to check it out. I, I love some instrumentals. It, like when I work, like when you're, when I'm like writing stuff or editing, so, like sometimes I can't listen to lyrics. They invade my, my mind. And so when I'm writing something, the, the words from the lyrics end up on the page, whatever I'm writing. So I can't have that. So I need like instrumentals. Otherwise it's silence as weird as it sounds, but like instrumentals definitely help. Word, yeah, hell yeah. Well, man, I appreciate you coming through. Um, obviously, um, 
I appreciate the time and I appreciate you, you sharing as much as we did. I feel like we covered so much and there's so much more we could cover. Um, obviously, Ila J. So make sure you check him out. Where can people find you, my man? Like, where's the preferred preferred avenue? Um, honestly, uh, hit me on, uh, check me on uh, Instagram, uh, Ila J. Yancey Boy. Um, my music is on, uh, follow me on Spotify. Um, i dropping a lot of music. I mean, I'm on all the streaming services and platforms. Uh, yeah, I just dropped a new project with uh, Harley Blue called Hideout, and I have another solo project and another project with Harley Blue coming. So yeah, a lot of music coming. And uh, I think I think you hit like four hundred thousand streams a month or something like that. I was I was looking at Spotify today. So um, if you if you haven't got on his music, you're you're one of very few. You're missing out. So definitely check out Illa J. Um, but man, as I said, I absolutely appreciate you and appreciate the time. Appreciate it, man. Off the show, man. Same, man. Thanks for listening to the show. Please like and subscribe and follow me on Instagram at the underscore hip hop hustle for upcoming podcast news. Also, don't forget to check out my Patreon under hip hop hustle for exclusive content and to help support the show. Bye for now.